morning. It's Friday, October 28th. Chuck's in Pearl's day. Like Chuck's like the shoes and then Pearl's like earrings or necklace or whatever. Uh, And you know what? No, like that's fine. But you just know someone makes this their whole personality. Oh, me? No, I'm so relatable. Don't let my pearls intimidate you. See, I'm also wearing chucks. Calm down. And now the news. Let's start with breaking news in Trump money crimes update time. A federal appeals court has declined Trump's request to, can I like, please stay out of trouble, please? That's not descriptive at all. That doesn't help you know what the story is about. As you may remember, the House Ways and Means Committee has been trying to take a look at Trump's tax returns for a while. And obviously, when you do money crimes, you probably don't want anyone to take a look at your tax records. So Trump has been trying his very best to block those returns from getting out. But what do we always say? Trump's very best is still the absolute worst. And yesterday, the D.C. Court of Appeals continued that trend, rejecting Trump's pretty pleas that they review an earlier decision to allow the release of the returns, which basically means that the returns were given the thumbs up emoji to go on to the House Ways and Means Committee. Trump said, hang on, let's, uh, are we sure? Should we maybe give that some thought? So he sent it to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Appeals Court said, no, thumbs up emoji still stands. So in theory, the committee should be able to start taking a look at those returns. However, uh, I say in theory, because while this ruling is significant, it is likely not the end of the story. Obviously, Trump is going to do everything he can in his ever-shrinking power to try and not see the consequences of his actions. So expect this fight over his tax records to play on. And speaking of the consequences of his actions, Mark Meadows, Marky Meds, the Meadows Hour, that one guy. The former Trump White House chief of staff learned on Wednesday that he will have to appear in front of the Atlanta area grand jury doing the investigation into, did you try and steal an election? He has said that he will, of course, appeal his ruling. You know, like every innocent person does. Oh, I'm very innocent. Please don't ask me questions about it, though. Okay, this is so lame. Do you know how many things I do every day that I don't want to do? Like um, put on pants and eat a single vegetable. But I do it. Think about all the things that you do every day that you don't want to do. Like, get to the end of this episode and realize there's not another one immediately playing after it. Unless you're with Francira, who I just recently learned, banks multiple weeks worth of episodes at a time and then listens to them in bulk, which is still so wild to me. Anyway, the point is we all do things we don't want to do. So sorry, Mark. Sorry, Donald John. It's time to start doing things that you don't want to do, like uh, paying taxes and hopefully going to jail. For sure, never being able to hold office again. Things like that. You should have consequences. And speaking of consequences, a January 6th rioter named Albuquerque Head, that's his name, Albuquerque Head, has been sentenced to seven and a half years in jail. It is a particularly heinous crime that he was charged with after telling a D.C. police officer that he was going to help him get out of the crowd, he slung his arm around the officer's neck and pulled him into the crowd, yelling out that he had one of the cops. The mob descended on the officer, tasing him with his own taser, 
The officer suffered a heart attack and a traumatic brain injury. The seven and a half year sentence is six months short of the maximum punishment. It's the second longest sentence for any of those charged in the deadly insurrection, as well as the longest for anyone who has pled guilty. Head will also have to pay restitution to the D.C. police for the yet-to-be-determined medical costs for the officer. And if right now you're thinking like, hey, Kim, all of those stories were bummers and an awful reminder that we once elected the worst possible president and how much it really sucks that we have to continue to talk about him and deal with all the crimes that he did. Yeah, it does suck. That's why I'm talking about it. Because we are just a little over a week away from the election that kind of decides if we get to keep having elections. And that's not an exaggeration. Already more than 100 lawsuits have been filed, mostly by Republicans, complaining about things like early voting and voter registration. And honestly, that's just anything that's allowing more people to vote. Any of that, not their thing, not something they're super into. So even without any basis, to their claims, they are already filing lawsuits. But I've said it before, and I will say it again. I'll say it forever. The end of democracy is only a self-fulfilling prophecy if we stay home, if we put our hands up and say there's nothing else that we can do. There's always more that we can do. There are always ways to help. There is always a solution. It's the second to last weekend before the election. Find a candidate. Find a campaign. Help them succeed in whatever way you can. Tons of voter guides are going up at we'rethepeople.org. Please help those get around. Help us make election day as easy as possible. Everything matters, I promise you. And so that's it, that's the news. I'm proud of, ooh, it's Julia Roberts' birthday. So now I'm proud of her, but also myself because now I have an excuse to watch Notting Hill, which I probably would have done anyway, but um, you know, it's nice to have an excuse. But more than that, more than that really cool tracking shot when William was walking through the open air market and all the seasons are changing to show how much life has gone on while he's just trying to get over Anna Scott. More than that shot. I'm proud of you.